Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well. Happy return to podcasting 2023. 2023. That's, that's, a, that's a long time since 2015. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. New Year, and we are back on Tuesday, and we'll be apparently during pre-show discussion we decided to do tuesday at least for the rest of this month because next week with the premiere of the last of us we're going to start to cover that show and because no one else besides hbo releases good content in january we're (laughs) we're gonna do tuesday nights for at least january potentially move back to thursday nights in february depending on how sarah feels about the flash season nine premiere (laughs) (laughs) and when i say how i feel about it will i watch it i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we know you'll watch episode nine at least (laughs) oh my god you you in the episode nine you know it's been a long time like i i i loved arrow until the last season of arrow and then i hated arrow and i really didn't care for that finale um and steven (laughs) did Yeah, and I, I've mixed emotions about even Stephen Amell. Um, but I I don't know. I know that I want to at least see how The Flash ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it makes sense. I am I'm curious in kind of a mean way to see how they incorporate Amel into the finale because there's a logical way. But then there's going to be the way that these writers probably end up doing it, which is the illogical way. So I'm kind of curious about what their quote-unquote creativity will bring us with that. Um, Let's bring him back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, given that Diggle and Wally are in that episode, and given that we lost Oliver during the uh, crisis, so... um, I'm thinking it might either be a flashback. I see what I did there, or um, or or he comes. I, I guess he comes back from the from a plane with, you know, from whenever I guess we last saw him going off with uh, Felicity. So, um, but I, I'm thinking it might ladder. be. Because a flashback would be way too obvious and and might I say again logical. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) logical. And the only reason why, yeah, and the only other reason why I said the flashback is because they're also bringing back blood work in that same episode. So that that was the only reason why I thought that. I don't know anymore. I can't follow these people, Um, (laughs) man. And so it's crazy to me because. Just an hour ago, I was I was um, doing some stuff before we started to record, and I looked at Twitter, and I'm like, "What? What do you mean Golden Globes are tonight? Mm-hmm. It's Tuesday. We're coming back on Tuesday. Why the fuck are the Golden Globes on a Tuesday <laughs> night? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. I get football seasons happening, but football season always happens, and yet on a Tuesday, they're like, "Here's the Golden Globes." Yeah, yeah, but I guess they're actually they're just happy to be on at all because really? last year they weren't even on television. So, so they're like, well, we'll just you know, we'll give them the night after the college football championship. You know, people are just kind of just well, even the night game just, you know, sucked. But 
uh, which, you know, basically people basically stood and stood around waiting for, for it. <laughs> and that's probably the only reason why anybody stayed around it the way that thing went. But yeah, Golden Globes are tonight. And I actually, I had completely forgotten that they were tonight as well. Yeah, I I was a going to blame you, but then I realized we both took a long break, so I can't <laughs> like just put all that fault on you. Nope. Um, but I also, I mean, pre-COVID, totally know all about the Globes, Oscars. Mm-hmm. Since then, have completely fallen off the bandwagon. I even had a break. I had a I had an extended period of time to watch movies to watch things and i did watch a few things that we will talk about however i didn't watch really a single movie <laughs> yeah i had plans I actually wait a second okay. i did watch on apple tv the jennifer lawrence um brian brian is it brian henry tyler uh, uh oh i don't how, um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so, you guys, yeah. everyone knows who I'm talking about, but isn't it a three name situation? And I'm yeah. just gonna... Paperboy from uh, Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he was in the Immortals. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ryan Ty- Tyler Henry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched that movie, Causeaway. Boring. Mm. Boring. Boring. Couldn't even finish it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boring. I. Yeah, I had a bunch of the uh, potential Academy nominee film nominated films on my list of things to watch over the holiday, but I didn't make it. I didn't make it either. You uh, didn't make it past football, y'all. I made a, pa- a little bit past football. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. You made a little past. And I'm kind of jealous because one of the things you did watch, I had on my list. I had Abbott Elementary on my list. I didn't get to it for some reason i just didn't get to it so considering you watched it will do i need to like really prioritize because yeah we got the last of us but i do have some space coming up in the next month to get some things knocked out but should i really invest in abbott elementary you should completely invest in abbott elementary it lives up to the billing a hundred times over it just a, amazing comedy and a cool thing about it. So, you know, I do have kids. One is almost finished with school. One's, you know, both kids are in high school now, but thinking it back to like when they were in elementary school and, you know, so it's relatable that way. But even if you don't have kids, I mean, just the humor, the, um, I mean, this, this past week's episode uh, was, I, I completely, it was totally it was about podcasting and and mm. and and so the the situation where the the one teacher he set up a podcasting club and he's uh you know white you know so the school the so Abbott elementary for folks who are, who are not familiar is set in inner city philadelphia uh quinta brunson is the creator and and, of, and speaking of golden globes uh the series won again tonight um she won best actress in a series and, a, and one of our co-stars also won um and um the 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 you know, it really goes through the, the challenges that these the, the the teachers and the staff and have to do and the students deal with in, in this school and you know and, and, and it's it 
as far as the camera work and everything, you know, it's it's a, you know it, 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 it's they have like a documentary crew, and the film and and the, that the principal invites into the school, and so you know so a lot of the you know break into the fourth wall looking at the camera, like we've seen in the office and Modern Family <laughs> and other shows is is there, but it's but it's set in in in, in this elementary school and and. and you know, this week's episode, I just jumped ahead because I, I just started the series this past week. So it's still in the first season, uh, 13, 13 episodes, first season, uh, completely bingeable. Um, but uh, I just happened to see it about the podcasting episode this week. And, you know, to go ahead and jump into it, you don't, you know, it, it, even though. Uh, I know it's a sitcom. I don't need to necessarily watch it yeah. episodically. Is that yeah. Really- not, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you you can. I mean, you should because there are. I mean, there were. But I think just to get the maybe watch the pilot just to get the is basic it, characters. Yeah. Is it the same creators as Park and Rec and Office? Uh, no, Quinta Brunson. She was the creator of this of this series. So it, it's not it's not a it's not a Greg Daniels uh, show oh, at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, but it has, but it has those, it has those, 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 those structural elements that we've gotten familiar with, like with the, whenever you know, like right. I said, the, the the fourth wall breaking and looking at the, you know, because the, the documentary crew is there at the invitation of the principal, and so, um, you know, so they they play into that uh, during the show, but it's a brilliant, a brilliant, brilliant show. Well written, super funny. No matter if you have kids, don't have kids, completely relatable uh, with some of the you know, situations that 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 occur in the school. And uh, I can't strongly recommend it enough. Okay. <laughs> um, well, that's good. I'm yeah. glad you used your time wisely because I, on the other hand, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have. But for some reason, I I thought to myself, you know what? I'm, I finally have time. I'm going to actually watch Billion Season 6, which came out in early 2022. Okay. There was a reason why I didn't immediately watch this season. There's a reason. And for those who have watched Billions and have watched the Season 5 finale of Billions, y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a cast change. There was a character oh. who moved out and another character came in. It's just not the same show. <laughs> it's just... Oh. It's they try so hard, but it's just not the same. Um, I think Damien Lewis, like you are s- sadly really missed. However, I do also understand like there was only so long that whole situation could have gone continue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched it, but about the third episode, I stopped watching it and did like I'm just gonna have you on in the background and pretend like I'm. <laughs> you when I'm really not because by the end of the finale there's a supposed twist I didn't really understand what happened um but whatever I have no interest um so so yeah I don't recommend I recommend billion seasons one through five Mm. after but I think that like one through five good it peaks season two season three does a little dip. Season five is good, mm-hmm. but then COVID kind of interfered with it. Mm-hmm. But then season six is just, it's not even that it's not good. It's just, it lost, it lost the magic. There was Got something, it. 
there was something good about that cast. And it's interesting because it's like, well, one cast member, how can it make so much of a difference? It's this, like one of the two leads. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that, well, yeah. yeah some shows can weather that, some cannot. And, right. And yeah. sometimes they do recasting. But in this case, they kind of moved the character out of the... In a very logical way, might I add you, made a lot of sense what happened to the character. And they didn't, spoiler alert, they didn't kill him off. They did mm -hmm. something else. So they kind of have him in the background where you're thinking, okay, when are you going to bring him back? <laughs> How are you going <laughs> to do that? Um, and, and that's what I'm like, okay, I'm, I'll watch the last season when I know it's going to be the last season of the show because I don't know when they're going to bring that character back. Mm -hmm. um, but they replaced him with the actor Corey Stalder, who plays Darren Cross in Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He great actor. Yeah. He 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 filled he filled the role in season five. He he can't he, he can't no no it's just it's not the same. Like him versus Paul Giamatti is not the same as Damien Lewis versus Paul Giamatti. It's just not the same. So that is my take on Billions season six. Again, seasons one through five, good watch. Um, but yeah, season six, not so much. Um, you, man, bet between Star Trek Prodigy and Star Wars Tales of yeah. the Jedi, you spent a lot of time in space. Over yeah, the I did. I did. Two series that um, I definitely had to catch up on. So... Uh, so Star, I'll start with Star Trek Prodigy because I, I, I have to say I enjoyed it more than Tales of the Jedi. Um, so Star Trek Prodigy is an animated show, uh, and it uh, was broken up into two parts. So part one aired, um, I want to say late 2021, early 2022, and then the second half uh, aired, started um after Lower Decks in uh, late fall, I guess I want to say maybe November, right around Thanksgiving. And uh, it was like six or seven episode run. And it, it follows the crew of um, of these, these kids who had uh, found the, the starship Protostar and, and takes on their adventures as far as the, the characters trying to returned his ship back into to the Federation. And they have a, a holographic uh, captain, Janeway, who is uh, portrayed by Kate and, and portrayed by Kate Mulgrew from Star Trek Voyager. Uh, she also does the voice work in the show and uh, really just goes through their adventures as far as trying to get back and, and return the, uh, the protostar to the Federation. But of course, in true Star Trek or just true, you know, storytelling, there's always a catch about that's going to complicate the mission. And I don't want to spoil what that is or for folks who haven't watched it. But I will say that the uh, as far as the new Trek shows that are out there and it, it's Prodigy is definitely one of my definitely one of my favorites of the, of the new Trek to date uh with it lower decks strange new worlds um prodigy you know, prodigy is, is is really really good if you're a fan recommend it um also has michael giacano does the score 
uh, as, uh, for for the show. Um, and uh, yeah, I caught up with it and really enjoyed the resolution as far as how they ended the first season. Looking forward to, to the second season, which hopefully will come later this year. Um, so that's uh, Star Trek Prodigy. And then Star Wars Tales of the Jedi was, uh, they're shorts. Uh, they they came out, uh, I want to say late October, uh, right around um, Halloween, I want to say. And they're, they're only like six episodes. They're like six 15-minute episodes focusing on Ashoka and uh, Count Dooku. Um, and really getting in, into their backstories. And I, the, the Dooku stories were very, very fascinating to me. I, I think I like those better than Ashoka. Of course, Ashoka um, is you know, the live action show is going to be coming up uh, this year. I think uh, in a few after after the Mandalorian, maybe in the summer. So, uh, so I, you know, it's one of those kind of things. Like I better watch this because, you know, Dave Filoni produced this animated adventure, and we've seen in Mandalorian and other shows that they will they will you know this is a connected universe so they will lean into some of those things in it from the animated shows so i did watch it i enjoyed it i mean you know it was a knocked it out in one evening but um i, I had to say between the the two star properties i i, I enjoy prodigy better cool yeah. um i was totally listening to that and not looking at golden globe updates <laughs> very engaged and not noticing that angela bassett won for best supporting actress yep. and zendaya won for um best lead actress in a television series which makes me like last the last time we recorded we did the top five yep. i can't believe i forgot about euphoria season two <laughs> I, you know, I was, I, I didn't say anything at the time. I went back and I listened to our show over the break and I was like, huh, I was surprised that you didn't mention that. But I mean, I, I forgot about so many things. Well, well I mean, to be fair, not so much, but like TV shows completely blanked on so many TV shows. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, I mean, whenever we just not to, not to dig it too deep into last, our last show, but whenever I sat down and really like, listed out like everything that we watched or either what we talked about on the podcast or just things that I like watch for just for fun or and for and all I ended up kind of like 30 it was like almost 25 or 30 shows or something like that it was some crazy number so yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of good con- I mean it was a lot of a lot of things last year yeah good content is still debatable for like yeah. half that but yeah. Yeah. but yeah there were a lot of things last year but definitely euphoria would have bumped up um somewhere i don't think i liked euphoria season two as much as i like season one yeah. but yeah um yeah, so, a, yeah other yeah yeah other other things that i just noted from golden globe speaking of our our best from 2022 i see uh, Michelle Yeoh, the yep. best actress for every, everything, everywhere, uh, and also uh, Key, uh, yep. yeah, Hanku from um, one best supporting actor from the same film. Um, yeah, I'm doing the yeah, same thing cool. too. I'm completely cool. engaged. I'm completely engaged in the list. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, 
So while you were in space, um, I um, watched a few K-dramas. Um, I think I watched watched Love Alarm. Me and my mom started and got are about halfway through uh, Our Beloved Summer. And then I binged and rewatched um, The Glory Part 1 of the first season. Because I started The Glory... And I was like, oh, I keep getting this advertisement on Netflix. I'll, I'll watch it. Um, and, and I was, I was, I, you, okay. If you're going to watch the glory on Netflix, which I highly, highly recommend the first episode, I had to skip through a lot of it, not for my typical reasons. <laughs> Typically I skip through a lot of stuff because it's boring and I'm like, I could care less. I can't. The story is about a girl who is brutally bullied. Mm. And that is mainly shown in the first episode. And when I say brutally bullied, it is sadistic. Um, and she survives it, grows up, and then the show is mainly about her revenge on these people. Wow. Um, and, and so that's why it's very hard to watch the first episode. Because you they really want you to understand that when when they say this kid was bullied it's to a whole nother level <laughs> like <laughs> like it's it, I, and i'm sure like if you were to watch it now you'd be like it's not that bad probably because going into it i was like oh she's just bullied but it's pretty horrific what these kids do to her and to others um mm -hmm. you find out but um I didn't know it was, I thought, oh, it's an eight episode. It's really short. Typically K-dramas are 16 episodes, um, one or two seasons. And so I, I was like, oh, this is going to be a short one. Only, like, I should have known by that last episode. I'm like, how, you got an hour? You got a lot of things to tie up. You, we've, we're only going to start it. They really are only getting started because the next eight episodes won't come until March. <laughs> oh, wow. I am pissed. <laughs> I am pissed. I was so, I was engaged by the last yeah. three episodes. I was fully in it. I was excited to watch. I was barely skipping anything. And then it ended and I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, don't you hate, I, I hate it when bullied. that happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate I'm it so when that pissed. happens, yeah. Yeah, I just, and what I liked about it is um it's it um there's a lot of times in these types of shows where you're you're trying to you're you are trying to figure out what she has planned but the way the writers allow you to is i don't i don't know how to explain this um or articulate this well but I will just say that I was able to stop thinking and just be immersed in this story for some reason. Mm. Um, it's, I can't even name, it's not because of a particular character, anything. It's, it's just for whatever move, reason the, the story got me. Um, mm. and I really liked it and it, it surprised me how well written it was. Um, but I will, I will just say again, that first episode uh, if you're going to watch it, watch it with caution. Like, it's pretty intense. 
And there are flashbacks throughout the rest of the episode. So even when you're, you think you're out, you're not. <laughs> yeah, well, well, good that you uh, good that you gave the trigger warning for for folks if they uh, if they uh, choose to watch this show. Oh yeah, triggered yeah. worry warning for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, okay, there were a few trailers that dropped. Um, you watched View is a Bo is Afraid, the new Joaquin Phoenix trailer. Yeah, yeah, that dropped today. It's a A24 film. Speaking of, uh, think of uh, that production studio, um, and of course, obviously, the um, it, it was originally. I remember seeing a, a, about this film. I guess a, late last year. Uh, it's directed by. Um, uh Ari Aster which you know did uh Midsommar and uh, Heredity and so originally it was going it was a the title of this film was going to be called um a um what was it going to be called this disappointment boulevard and I remember seeing it then and I was like well, what's this about and they didn't drop anything so today we get to the trailer and Essentially, it seems that the story is a, it's about a, a paranoid man played by Joaquin Phoenix, who is desperately seeking to uh, find his mother. So it's a you know it's a character with mommy issues, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and um, so it, you know it starts out on the boat, a flashback to a family cruise. So you know Joaquin's character is like. Sitting there, you know, it's an older, an older, an older man, and he turns, and it's like a kid. And then, you know, talking to his mother, and he's like, and she, you know, his mom's like, "I'm sorry for what your dad passed down to you, but I wanted a child, the greatest gift of my life." And so, I, I guess the thing that they, the thing that was, I guess, allegedly passed down, I guess, is the mental illness or something like that, because, you know, because then it cuts to the uh, bow talking to a therapist and I say I'm visiting my mother and you know and it's just all throughout the trailer it's like interspliced with Bo jumping back and forth in time in time and flashbacks with trying to you know seek out his mother he's hit by a car in one scene I mean it's it's just a he's he is, you know, in, in in a hospital bed after that, and he has a little monitor on him, and it, it's just jumping all over. It's like a thriller, drama, comedy all rolled into one, kind of a horror film element to it as well. And again, like I said, it's a twenty-four, so you know, you, you, you kind of expect some of those things from that from from that 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 art house. So uh, you know, this comes out in April. It looks very very good i mean it's one of those films that i'm like oh as soon as i saw the trailer today i'm like oh yeah i'm definitely checking this one out um mm. because um it yeah and you know it has you know they use the sound in the trailer they use uh goodbye stranger from uh super trap oh. as, as far as some of the uh as far as the music is playing in the background so yeah, it, it just sets it just really sets that mood so well so um yeah, it's definitely, definitely, like I said, it comes out April 21st. Definitely be one I'm going to check out when, it, when it's released. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see the trailer now or just 
like wait for it to come out and then watch it because Joaquin Phoenix is one of those um, actors who um, when he does projects I'm always curious about it but it's you never know like I heard such good things about the lobster and I hated the lobster Um, and um, but I was curious and I'm like well Joaquin Phoenix is in it so or it might no, I I got him confused with um Colin Farrell. Mm. Yes. Um yeah. probably because I just saw that Colin Farrell won in a uh, Golden Globe. Um, yeah. and so Austin Butler. um interesting. Austin Butler, who y'all are getting on the bandwagon right now with him playing Elvis, y'all. I have been a fan of that kid since switched at birth on ABC Family. <laughs> 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 um, all right yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying switched at birth that was a great <laughs> show um yeah. featured a lot of sign language so very mm. interesting did a, did a completely silent episode um because of it oh, anyway oh. i'll get off my switched at birth great show um rant but what were we talking about oh yeah uh joaquin phoenix joaquin, yeah i yeah. might check it out i don't know <laughs> <laughs> let's just get into ant-man because like i actually yeah. did watch this trailer i heard about it all i could think while watching the trailer was will i actually end up re-watching loki before this going to see ant-man in quantum manium mm-hmm. um and and i just i want everybody to take a moment and just take a step back we haven't watched this movie we in 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 phase three, one through three, we got we got Thanos teased a whole lot. We didn't even really see him until the he, Infinity War. They're doing the opposite. We already got a full episode of Loki with Jonathan Majors, and now we're gonna get a movie with him as a bad guy. And I don't know if everybody else watched the MCU announcement, but we're going to get a few more movies with him as a bad guy. So I just, I want everybody to like take the expectations down a bit, you know, like we, we got, we got, we're, we know he's going to be good. Yeah, yeah we, <laughs> it took, we do. It took one scene for me to be like, okay, I, I like you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's this, this this isn't a sprint, Will. This is gonna be a marathon with him, okay? Yeah. And did you see Rocky or Creed three trailer? That man is ripped. So you so you really got to do your cardio, everyone. I, I'm gonna get off this whole metaphor, but <laughs> I just I want everybody to take a step back because we got we got a lot of time with this character and character variations of it. Yeah, and yeah, and I just hope everybody doesn't get sick of it by the time like we reach the big finale. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, two things. One, when I was watching the trailer, I was like, they're giving away too daggone much. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They're giving a lot of damn plot away, but. The second thing, the moment I thought I started going down that rabbit hole, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. there's some a lot of misdirecting shit going on here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so I knowing how Marvel cuts these trailers now, we've been we, we we've watched this 
for many, many films and TV shows. So we know, but you know, we got the sort of general gist. You know, like you said, I think I probably will go back and and rewatch Loki and especially uh, the 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 finale where he who, who won't be named. You know, he um, when we first get him because I mean, obviously, you know, when we do see finally do see Kang here, you know. He who remains is the variant <laughs> that that right. uh, and so um, and then with this trailer clearly uh, we we hear you know the, the terms new destiny and all that stuff so of course is like it? you said like you said you know we're in this for the they're just going ahead and just putting it in, you know reminding everyone we're in this for the long haul for phase five and six so with the king dynasty down the line as far as uh, the, the, the next event you know the in, uh, the, the quantum saga, as far as the multiverse saga, I think is what they're calling this. This, this fa- these two phases now, and even I guess even phase four. So, so, yeah, you're right. We have to think about that. The other thing too is I think this trailer was designed to to sort of help calm everyone's nerves as far as the MCU, because I am freely guilty. That's charged as far as moments during phase four where I was just like, I don't know, y'all. You know, remember us, remember me last summer with Thor? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm one of those fans where I'm kind of like, is it too much? I mean, I even even raised it on our show. Is it, are we to the place where we're saturated and they need to like style it back a bit? So this trailer for me, like, and I even, put it on our on our socials last night when I saw it. I'm excited for this thing because I feel like I feel like they're doing a little course correction here. And and to your point, I think they they intentionally did that because they realized that we need to we need to get the audience back on track here and we have a plan. Whereas it seemed that phase four was like all over this place, you know, with the overarching theme being trauma. But beyond that, thematically, those those films were and shows were really all over the place. So, yeah, I'm I'm curious of um, how by the time we get to end end of phase five, what people will really think about phase four. Mm -hmm. I think we might have some recency because. Yeah. I mean, go back and rewatch some of the stuff that first came out in phase one, phase two. Yeah. Um, we, it's, it's hard to come off of like an ending phase with pivotal moments, pivotal movies. Um, I think the beauty of Ant-Man and the WAPS is again, characters we know it's mm-hmm. not an intro um we we are getting kang but this isn't technically the first time um or or i i might have said that inaccurately this is technically the first time we've seen a variant of him Mm -hmm. um and and we're i personally when i watch this trailer i like the first one i don't know why everybody gives it a hard time i've forgotten about it but i liked it it's perfectly fine if i can sit watch a trailer and not remember everything that is what you want because then you're not in that theater being like okay so yep check got that scene got this scene got that scene Mm. where's the new stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
so so that's kind of like my perfect what exactly I want. I want to forget you. I want to like you and then forget you. Um, and, um, but I know at the end of the day, I'm seeing this movie not because it's Ant-Man. I'm seeing this movie for Jonathan Majors. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. Like, he is yeah. what I, I just, that finale, and you're right, probably if I do go back, I'll probably just watch that finale episode. I've already watched it three or four times alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love that episode so much, mainly yeah. because of him. And and now, well, here we'll see. We'll see how much Paul Rudd lives up to that expectation because part of the reason why Jonathan Majors works so well in Loki is because of that r- rapport with Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget the actress who played um, what's-her-face. Yeah. yeah. So, so they're that chemistry is really important. This will be a yeah. different kind of chemistry, I'm sure, but you need there needs to be something and I did see a bits of that. I like this trailer too because we got a little bit more understanding. All they had to do was be like, I just want more time. Like it's like, okay, yeah. now I get now yeah. I understand the conflict. I understand mm-hmm. what's um what Scott's motivation will be um and and how they'll they'll twist everything up in a very and and I kept getting Doctor Strange vibes, kept getting Doctor Strange vibes mm-hmm. and a bit of Spider-Man vibes. And I'm just like, oh, man, because have you heard about all of the shit people talk about No Way Home? None. None. <laughs> oh, because I hear about it and I'm like, good Lord, this is why we can't have nice things. There's so people talk a lot of shit on No Way Home because they're like, oh, it just reuses this whole trope about the multiverse again and again and gets boring. I'm like, what the fuck? That movie yeah. almost put me into tears. <laughs> yeah, I did put me yeah, it did put me to tears. And I yeah, I've been I've been very fortunate. I haven't I heard that's the of phase four, that's the one film that I, that I haven't heard much complaints about. But uh but uh you're right though. You know and, I, and while you were while you were talking I was thinking about it, you know, kicking off Phase Five with Ant Man and, and and picking Scott of all the Avengers mm-hmm. to 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 lead off this. You know, it's not you know it's not one of our big ticket big name Avengers. It's, it's Ant Man. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's just Scott the Everyman. You know, who just happens to have a who was lucky enough to get this suit. Um, and but you're right. I mean, but when you as you rightfully as you rightfully put it i mean he the, the conflict that he has that they've set up here uh you know and, and everybody makes note of how many times cassie's been recast <laughs> um but it it makes sense now um with with the with the that he was lost in the quantum realm for those five years after the snap mm-hmm. uh to, to really drive this this next phase forward so i i think it would have been a mistake to pick someone else to be the 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 kickoff film for this phase because um you know this the the issue that scott has and like you said with dr strange and also with peter all of them having you know wishing for for more time it, it is that um and in particular with scott in particular it's like you know that's something everyone can relate to. Yeah. When you think about loss or regret or something like that, which, you know, so like, and I think you're right, actually made a good point. I think 
when we get to the end of phase five, I think we're you're right. We're going to have a different. I think we'll have a maybe a. I won't say a, we'll, we'll we'll look at phase four in a different light. I won't oh, know if it'll be good, bad, or it'll maybe be good, it may be bad, but one way or another, we're going to look at that at this phase in a different light. But I think it it's what we what we've been through like makes sense to lead into this with the with the the conflict that you that you that you rightfully set up with Scott. Well, I mean, to your credit, you just um, mentioned like he's that perfect character who um, in his own way is dealing with the loss of time. And mm-hmm. and we just went through an entire phase where, yes, it was all over the place, but it did have that consistent theme of loss mm-hmm. and grief um, in which Scott is also having um, through the events of this movie. So you're 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 like starting a new phase while continuing that theme and kind of bringing on like, OK, we're we're really getting down to business. So um, and and you, and it's a powerful theme at the end of mm-hmm. the day. So it is. I think when it really hit those projects really stand out as the tent poles for phase four i think that like it got a bit chaotic with a lot of the introductions of the new characters where mm-hmm. where because they're so new you can't you don't feel that loss the same way as you feel with these characters who you've known for what feels like a decade and then some yeah. um so it's it'll It'll be good. And I think it's also a good soft start because Ant-Man isn't that big, high, epic uh, movie. I mean, his movies have been mainly comedies. Yeah. Um, so, so, but we're getting something different. Um, I still don't necessarily like how the movie looks in terms mm-hmm. of cinematography. I have some issues yeah. with some of the scenes, but yeah. I'm not there for that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I agree. Say his yeah. name so many times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, next month we will see it, and then yep. we will talk. Um, okay, we have one more thing to talk about tonight, um, and that is episodes four or five and six of season four, Doom Patrol, um, which will conclude the first part of season four that will resume to be determined. Um, Okay. My first remark, I hate HBO (laughs) (laughs) for, I mean, Titans is a lost cause for me, but did you really have to do this to doom patrol? Because man, I just, these breaks are killing me. Um, I could have, I feel like I would have enjoyed this first part a hell of a whole lot better had I just binged it. Because it's six episodes, I could see a lot of the threads, but I'll be honest, a lot of the threads I also have forgotten about because some of it happened in season three, and I didn't really like season three, so I have no idea what happened in season three. Um, And so... I I could see the writing that I expect from the show, but I didn't feel it the way I should have. And it didn't, it just didn't flow as effortlessly because I had watched two episodes 
then then two more episodes like like i don't know it was so so much of a start stop with this but um what were what are some of your takeaways yeah yeah i uh i i like the these last two episodes i um i feel that youth patrol had a lot of promise yeah it did but I don't know. It just seems thematically a half baked baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just something about it thematically it just didn't it didn't hundred percent work for me. I don't know if it was because we had you know, we had the story of Larry. Larry and all doing his thing. Um, and then and and Rita, yeah, I mean Rita wakes up. She conveniently like, which I think it was designed this way for, to find the, the aging um box, you know, the, the box of potions with the de aging formula and stuff. And it was just sort of like, okay, we're gonna do this, and they take it. And there's some funny moments, you know, whenever like you know Cliff you know taking it and and all but um and you know and it's always great to see willie be back <laughs> you know because yeah it adds that element to like just call out the, the zaniness of this of the, of the crew but um i like that he was like the babysitter yeah and yeah. i wish that he would have not fallen for it like rouge mm-hmm. um but but i think you're on to something the this episode did have a lot of promise. I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna all be teenagers. Yeah. But then as the story went on, it it should have been a bottle episode. Yeah. It sh- it should have like you shouldn't have had Larry go off on his own separate adventure. You shouldn't have ultimately Rouge and Rita go on a little excursion like they're kind of in it but they still feel like a plot c story or a c storyline yeah um and it and it really should have been the whole gang at that teenage party um um where you're seeing the jocks and all the different personalities come out and then and I wish, I really wish that the moment with Jane had resonated a bit more with me when you realize what they're doing with her this season or even arguably since last season in this, like Kay's, Kay no longer needs her, mm-hmm. but she's still in this body and this body isn't hers. She doesn't feel right to it. So she doesn't have that experience of being a child, a child, much less a right. teenager. Um, and that whole, like trying to reconcile what that means and why she would want that. And, and who is like, I think they could have, I wish it would have hit harder and I wish they would have done so much more, um, which maybe they will considering this is the fifth episode of a 10 episode. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I just felt like there was a lot of plot armor in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. Like it, it had all of the workings to be a um, therapy patrol episode. And yet it just, it was like, no, because we know that next week we have to like semi tie things up and introduce some mortis. We're going to do this. Yeah. 
It's yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I will say with Jane's story, um, uh, it, it did that one did work for me a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. Where, it, but it did leave me a lot of questions. Like, okay, so she was, you know, she was trying to, you know, she was getting getting baked, and but also, you know, whenever she was in the room and, and was wanting to, you know, look at the puzzle piece and have the orgasm again, and and and, and you know, see the pleasure, she, you know. But at the same time, she was conflicted, and then she like falls into the underground. Yeah. And then, and then the way that sort of played out with all the other personalities in the underground how i think it, it it did make the point about how disconnected everyone else is from from jane because none of them were aware that she was up there trying to get off right and she was embarrassed by that but then you know but then it just reinforces the point that i guess it just you know reinforces some of the things from the earlier seasons as far as you know, when they had the conflict, I guess it was the second and third seasons as far as who was going to be the primary, um, how they, um, you know, you know, these are all just dis- disparate personalities. Um, but also thinking to this season with the uh, the doctor that we saw in, in the first um, first episode for the doctor personality, I'm wondering if that was like a, a 104 Mr. 104 type of situation where, you know, we saw that artist, I think in the second or third episode where it was a manufactured thing to try to get her longevity. So I'm trying to, I just wonder if that's a character that was like implanted in there to try to, you know, to distract Jane uh, in order to, to, to get her, her, her longevity. Since we know that's at the end of the day, that's what, you know, Mortis is trying to do. So he he can um, carry out whatever scheme that he's ultimately planning to on having um so so that that piece of the story did work for me in the episode and of course but you're right i i would have much would have enjoyed rather enjoyed all of them going off on the teenage adventure together instead of how it ended up sort of breaking apart um but on the plus side at least larry now looks like larry is falling in love again <laughs> with uh, <laughs> mr 104 so at least there is that yeah no, I mean, even though he um, that whole story took away from Youth Patrol, um, I did enjoy it during Hope Patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was surprised because I liked some of the stuff that was going on with Derek and Vic. Um, I wasn't <laughs> yeah. expecting to see the childhood friends or for that to come back around, but I like how they did that. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's I, I think why... The uh, the finale in particular worked a lot more for me than the previous episodes is because you started to see what everything was building to, not just like narratively, but with these these character beats um, and why we did why he was so bent on wanting to go back to his childhood friends and yeah. um, this whole idea of. I'm a superhero, but I gave up my power. So what does that make me? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a very different thing. And it's and the whole time watching Hope Patrol, I kept thinking to myself, Will and I have been talking about this since I want to say season two, these yeah. characters and this idea that they are immortal. Um, and so now it's um it should be. I should be really excited to be like, oh my God, the writers are are 
completely putting a spin on this because the characters who would like, if you think about their situations, they would give up their immortality in a heartbeat. But in this case, if they do that, then Immortus wins. Yeah. And what does that mean? And so now it's all about protecting that. Um, So the irony, but I think, again, it's just, it's just the breaks. It's, yeah, it's yeah. hard to keep up yeah. with that. Um, it is. Stay on board with it. Um, I feel like this whole situation is like arguably twice as worse as when the CW and their whole break rampage happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're right. Because I mean, because it, it's something you raised there with uh, with the immortality because and, and how everybody's dealing with it. Because mm-hmm. Larry was. He was like, take it, you know, because they, they did that flash forward. He sees yeah. with Key what's to come. Yeah. And and he was like, take it. I'm I'm fine with it. But but then Jane is is conflicted. I mean, she you know, she's like, you know, she's seeing the gray hair and 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 she's like But but and, and, see yeah. Larry doesn't give it up because right. he th- he knows that's going to happen. He gives it up because Keeg's Keeg is trying to tell him. This is what will happen if we don't. Right. We right. can stay. It's this idea of hope. Yeah. This idea, okay, if this is our only option, we'll do this. And hopefully this this um, future won't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I don't necessarily think that that's, that's why Larry gave it up. And, cool. and he was kind of forced to. Like, yeah, he, he was, was forced to. Yeah. It was really Good a key decision. It wasn't Larry's decision. Yeah. Good point. Good, good, very, very good point there. But you know, but but I, I guess also with the you know, given with the hope, uh, I, I'm glad you brought up about Vic and and, and Derek and and the hope that Vic now has as life outside of Cyborg, because and and the hope that he you know because you know he kind of put up this wall like I'm a superhero and 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 pushed his friends away but it's you know but he was like look man i you know i i Derek was was very like i'm here for you and 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 so you know it's that hope that eternal hope of, of friendship and and companionship and um you know i got you bro you know especially when they were like creating the robot to, to take on the scissor people in Northwith. um you know so you know so there was there was there was even even in that situation, even though the way the episode ended and they were all like, um, looks like they're in a in a situation where they are not going to get out of. You, the, you, clearly, you know, beyond plot armor, clearly there's there there is a, a level of hope that these characters have because you know out, out there somewhere is Casey and and, and Dorothy too, who you know yeah. we, we're going to there some point we're going to see them and and even though Bunbury was blown up and i guess got um you know with the knights templar with willoughby so i mean there there there's all these little elements out there that the team somehow is going to get out of the situation and um and also yeah we already we know just because we've watched this is the fourth season for us we know that these characters will it'll be the loss of hope um but but yeah. yeah, I I think I think that's some interesting points about Vic and his his hope returning to actually be able to have the best of both worlds because yeah. you're able to have your friend 
friends who are normal and still be a superhero, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, but but I I just I want I want team episodes like yeah. these people need to stop spending time apart. There's something good, something so rich about those first few seasons where all of these characters were together, hopeless mm-hmm. and doom together. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. the doom. <laughs> I do too. I do too. And yeah, and and I know with Rouge joining the team, and you know, because they, they they've been pairing her off with Rita more, and um, and, you know, and, and I know there was a whole situation there in the ant farm with Wally Sage, and I was and I'm trying, you know, and I was watching whenever they were in the in that room in the ant farm. And we saw Wally. I was like, now is Wally the guy who was like the artist who was helping him artist? Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was I was right there with you. I was like, okay. Yeah. I kind of know that he had a thing with Rita, or am I thinking about the right guy? I, what does scissors have to do with it? I th- feel like I should know what scissors have to do yeah. with everything. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but with Rouge, what I'll say about her is I really didn't like her or understand her at all last season. Mm-hmm. I really like her this season. I do too. Um, I do too. And I arguably like her inclusion into this family more than I did Dorothy. I know, sac- sacrilegious, sacrilegious. <laughs> but, um, and, and so I've I've liked a lot of her moments, especially with Rita. Yeah. I just, I, I wish she would have more with others. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, had some, she's had some with Cliff. She, I was going to say, she's had some with Cliff. I can't think of any good moments with Jane no. um, or Vic. And it's and and I think she might have even had a few with Larry, but mm. um, I think she's a good inclusion because she feels after this events of last season just as doom and gloom as the rest of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just we, we want more synergy and group energy with this and less fracturedness. Um, you don't I don't know how many times I have to say this. You don't need an A, B, C, D, E storyline for an episode. You can just have one A episode and I don't know, did they get new writers? <laughs> <laughs> there's just there's something missing. Um and I can only blame HBO's stupid break schedules for so much of it. Um but yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a shame. Um and and whenever they do drop the next sip, uh, six episodes, I will spend that first episode being like, where where did we leave these? Guys? Yeah, yeah, I hate the breaks. Yeah, I'm like, why are y'all doing like linear broadcast model here? You don't have to. It's streaming. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want y'all to. You know, I don't want the Netflix model, but still, give me give me all give me the ten weeks. I just just I just rather just. Or, or if anchor. you're gonna if you're gonna drop six episodes, drop all six. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like if you're gonna do it so so short, drop all six. I mean, yeah. Well, I, I mean, uh, it's, especially if things go together. We've talked about this before. That for, they drop the first three episodes of Andor because that is one story. That is yeah. one episode, three parts. Mm-hmm. Yep. This this feels like it could have been one episode, six parts. Yeah, yeah. Or, or just or just give us some clarity as far as scheduling. At least that way I just know when it's coming back. You know, I think that's that's the I think that's the overarching thing for me is 
I don't know when this show's coming back. I mean, I know it'll probably, obviously it'll be after Titans, but we haven't gotten confirmed dates as far as when they're going to drop, you know, parts two for, for either one. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I, I can only trust Reddit, but for so much, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, uh, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, uh, it's been fun getting started again with you again tonight, my friend. And you can find me uh, at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And visit our website, www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>